Amit, hi. Uh, uh, first of all, a big thank you for uh, agreeing to be a part of our uh, uh, web series or power conversations. And this is with founders who've built are building some fascinating businesses. I'm, um, I won't exaggerate, but uh, three years ago when we were introduced and I've spent a lot of time understanding what you are doing, a little bit about your journey. I've always had this uh, bug in me to somehow get you onto this platform and uh, not just talk about uh, the success and the potential size of Kardeko Group, but also uh, share with our listeners, our viewers, uh, some of the unique insights which prompted uh, Kardeko, your journey of 13 years. I'm sure there's lots for us to uh, digest in what you've seen as your ups and downs. And as you see where you are today, how this pans out, and then we'll take some questions, what you shared, and I'll come back to you with a little bit more sharper uh, things on you, your elaboration. So this is what we're going to do, but I'm very glad to have you. Uh, and I think uh, I, I'm uh, a, a total fan of what you are building uh, and would love to have the viewers understand what really went into Amit and your, bro and your brother Anurag's head. You guys, uh, you know, were engineers. You, you did uh, work in IT company. And then somewhere you said, let's look at Kardego. What was the spark and the genesis of that which led to it? Thanks for having me over, Rajiv. Firstly, you know, uh, we've been talking about our business for three years. Kardego, the way of in Aftar, you see, actually, you know, one thing that basically evolved over a period of time. If I take you back to 2007, when I started with Anurag, my brother, it was a very different universe. There was no startup world back then. The things did not start with Kardeko, I'll be frank. And the thing was around, uh, my father actually, I was diagnosed with cancer and in 2006. And me and my brother were you know, working in Bangalore back then. And my family used to live as a joint family in Jaipur. So I came to back to serve my family, you know, and uh, that's how Girnar was born. So Girnar saw oh. company name. Uh, we we started with like this thing like Microsoft, right? Soft is big. Microsoft is big, right? So let's make Girnar soft our house name, and, and Girnar is also temple temple of James. That's how the name okay. Genesis is. So uh, Girnar soft when it be began, the day one I still remember Rajiv. I think one big thing that happened was ambition. You know, when you start day one, me and my, you know, our uh, LinkedIn profiles, you know, saying that we'll build a billion dollar company. Two, two kids, you know, with no infrastructure resources, sitting literally out of our garage. It is a garage company that we started. And coming this far was a big dream. But I think what I've realized in life is, you know, if you aspire to dream big, uh, you probably end up building it. As a software company, we realized we would not be able to, you know, kind of get to a billion because it would require so many people to be hired. A lot of so we thought, you know, let's just pick up something which is basically more uh, easy to do with product technology and consumer touch because you don't have then you don't have to build a large, you know, manpower factory if you were to do outsourcing. So it started as an outsourcing firm, uh, and then me and my brother both like cars, and we both went to you know uh, Auto Expo in 2008. And we saw a lot of cars uh, and we were planning to buy one at that point. I still remember the first year profits, 
uh, we bought a BMW 3 Series and gifted it to our grandfather back then in 2007, 2008. Sorry. So that is when we visited Expo to you know, search for cars, and then we went online and you know started googling around the you know uh, cars that we saw. We couldn't find much. We thought there's a gap, and that's what we yeah. inspired us to form Cardeco. We came back with all the catalogs in the dicky of the car, and then. We actually punched the catalog in, into a database and put the site live in like seven days. That was the first version of car, the only specs, nothing else. And we, you know, started getting some traffic, you know, because people like us were also looking around back then. And that's all the, that was the genesis of, you know, car. It started with our own need, frankly, of searching information, not being it. And then we basically, you know, uh, got this into the uh, ecosystem of cars. 2008, so we uh, are quite, you know, uh, not like unlike most startups, you know, that uh, you would have seen in India, we basically did not start this for uh, raising money. We did not know even that raising money was the concept, right? 2007, nobody used to raise money if you go That's back right. in time in India. So, we wanted to build a good business and we wanted to make our both ends meet, get home loans, EMIs to pay for in Bangalore. So we basically started this business to make money and we made money every single year. We did not lose money any year. 7 to 13 every single year was a profitable year. And we had learned the art of innovation. What happens is when you have constrained resources, Rajiv, I have realized that, you know, the equation flows more freely. Because when you are constrained on, you know, manpower, when you are constrained on people, when you are constrained on money, you think differently. So what happened was the constraints made Kardiko happen because we realized we are opening a B2C site and we don't have money to spend on marketing. We get consumers on the site. So we became, you know, the big rock stars of SEO, big rock stars of social media, big rock stars of how to get free traffic. That's what basically, you know, made Cardeco happen. That innovation that we did was around yeah. how to get eyeballs without spending a dime. I want to ask yeah. you this question and, and uh, you know, you, you are young, you were much younger then and most of the entrepreneurs of that era were focused on consumer apps. You know, I'll build this B2C magic and I'll do this and I'll subsidize X, Y, Z. I mean, that's the, nothing wrong in that thinking and model. I mean, everybody needs to invest to create some scale and traffic. And here you were taking a very traditional offline, substantially offline transactions happening only offline car or an automobile and trying to create something of a digital business eventually out of it. I mean, that would have felt quite odd. Now, auto trade in the US has got perhaps 10, 15 years more of history than you. I mean, I think they are the first dot-com era. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I think we are following but with, let's say, a 10, 15 year, now we're catching up. So, you, you, this was, to me, actually one of the few ones who actually took a very different route to building uh, a new business. Didn't it strike you that I should consumer too? I should this fancy B2C app, payments app, etc.? Really, uh, Raji, we never were in car transaction. I'll just give you a real journey. We never sold cars. You know, We were a research platform. So we started B2C only. Uh, we had a very popular uh, site. And we were not into cars selling or buying cars at all. What you see today, Buying selling is a new initiative. Mm. I'm when I go back to seven to thirteen, we were just a site which had a lot of traffic. 
and you would make a lot of money by digital advertisements google would put or will get from manufacturers to you know display right. their cars and in, you know your leads on our platform and the leads would be sold to these dealers right that's that was a model back then in 30 we were only online in fact there was no brick and mortar at all we were a software company it company but you know what happens in a it company like mine like ours the biggest difference is your brain is the only investment in a laptop because you are coding yourself i was still coding in 30 and my brother was still coding and we were a young team around us and we would code our own site make our daily release and i used to i tell tell the team you know we were surrounded by funded players uh, like carwale was funded rigwheel was times group gadi was nasdaq group cartrid was another another group funded by tiger so what i used to tell the team was you know why we are going to win against all these funded players because we will change the site daily means we learn daily and we will have more chances to fail as opposed to all these funded players who do maybe a monthly release right now so our genesis was uh, that you know if you are able to evolve faster you will eventually win because you are learning mm. faster than the competition money doesn't matter really because it's your brain power that matters so that's the genesis of you know girnar ethos can you be fast fail fast and you know learn fast if you can do that you'll eventually win you you started car dekho in 2007 8 and your first formal investment or first investment was in 2003 yeah wow. and when the investment happened we had like a 20 crore accrued profit when we picked the first funding right <laughs> so so that's how the company you know has been a very you know true to you know business dna kind of a company it was never right. made to you know burn money or pick money 2000 and then i'll tell you also the reason why we picked money later but we had been number one in traffic from 10 to 13 right and we were you know getting attention of investors and we were getting term sheets of a couple of million dollars from starting 10 from various vc funds i am not going to name them because i did not take yeah. the term sheet but i i was getting term sheets from you know everyone and you know, there was a choice you know and me and my brother would discuss you know yeah paper mein naam aayega you know let's pick up the money really glory <laughs> and my brother would always say you know look they are trusting you to you know uh, we they are trusting us to take a couple of million and we have more than that in the bank let's just ask us let's not dilute so we just yeah. kept on checking along between 10 to 13 with our own money and 12 13 something different happened i we got uh, you know foreign investors attention and there are two leader uh, in america and you know car sales in australia they were scouting around india to find out assets you know what sort of scene in india so i got invited to atlanta to meet back then the uh, founder of auto trader uk the us okay uh, called chip perry and you know i saw a 10 billion dollar auto platform online auto platform based out of atlanta first time and i realized you know how big it can be and that's what inspired me you know to come back and build something larger in india mm. i still remember how odd i was with what i saw in uh, atlanta and then you know i started you know getting a little more, bit of more global context to read on what's happening you know on auto online auto space that's when we actually truly started you know car dekho honestly Yeah. So, Amit, you were mentioning uh, your first capital raise, uh, institutional, no angel before that, self-funded, profitable. What drove you to raise money, and what was that you saw in your first five, six years of development that gave you that that now my ambitions can be far larger? And what did you do with the money, and how did you what did Tardeko become after that? 
So Karthik was basically once he raised the capital, the dream suddenly began to you know have bigger platform. Let's say seventy-five crore in bank back then. Uh, the dollar was still you know forty-five, fifty back then. With that kind of money, you know, it was insane. I still remember the day it hit a bank. You know, I was running in the office. <laughs> As a kid, you haven't seen that kind of capital, like you know. So what that change was, you know, suddenly the plans became more ambitious. The which required more capital, uh, building a large team up front, building, investing heavily on product technology up front for a larger vision. Got it. So as a as a entrepreneur was working on his with his own money, with his capital cycles, he could you know, not even think of investing, you know, up front on things. It all had to be profitable. Had to pay salaries next month, right? So what I realized was suddenly, you know, the the founders were suddenly thinking different, mm. and they were seeing. Bigger picture on what it can become. Mm. So with that vision, we started, you know, building our used car business and hired, you know, a big, you know, team on uh, uh, used car uh, channel side to work with our dealers. That was the first big initiative we took to get deep into used cars. We were already good at new cars. We started investing into our enterprise business further and to deepen our relationship with the new car OEM and new car dealers. So heavy look, we are not like you know factory, right? We are a people factory. Let's put it that. Without major investment, will be always in people. Two years out, you know, uh, one year out of the fundraise, uh, we then started to you know think about brand building. You know, how can we be top of mind to people? Which was earlier not the priority, but with this kind of money, we did a TV campaign for the first time. I still remember. uh that day as a kid you know you would look at tv and think you know this is a big brand coming on tv seeing your own brand was you know you know i felt like this man this is insane <laughs> so uh, we invested in brand building to basically get in top of mind of consumers and people and we saw immediate results you know people were you know searching car dekho na uh and just to give you a context 90% of car buyers in india go through our platform before they buy a car today so that was very critical to invest in right places where you know you could get the returns long term it was not a short term approach now like i have to get performance today i was hoping for you know amortized brand build third thing we started doing was we started building insurance and finance business and invested heavily on in that product technology we already had a channel team that would meet these dealers and we realized you know there is seen opportunity lying out there the new car finance is you know around 75% of our finance Bikes is around forty to fifty percent. Bikes are financed. Used cars is only twelve percent. We thought, you know, there's a big opportunity. There's some some big jolly here. Why, you know, bikes and new cars? Why then the used car bit somewhere in the middle, or bikes and you know new cars? We realize, you know, there are fundamental issues that you know cars can solve for the industry, like title transfer. Banks, you know, want title transfer to be you know done by dealers, and they don't want open title because they don't have asset collateralized. They can't record the asset. So they then we realized you know to build a used car finance business you have to first build a title transfer business. Mm. We actually went deep into you know working creating the title transfer business first. If we have the title transfer right, then we could give a guarantee to bank. You know if your title is not you know hypothecated, uh, we will bear the risk. And it started there. So while it was a means to an end, it without that means I would be able to not have ever reach that end. So I think what happens in India, Rajiv, and in any business for that matter. The problem statement is A, and you discover you know the enablers are very different than what it looks in the surface. We realized you know going deeper into a business makes adds more value than trying to scratch the surface. You know, I would recommend anybody who's hearing this and is an entrepreneur, don't try to do too many things at the same time. Do fewer things, but go deep. And we kept on building depth on insurance and finance for the next you know three years, four years. Deep technology, deep integration with banks, 
deep integration with insurers and now we do around a million insurances a year we do now almost we are the largest aggregator of used car loans in the country we lend uh, we source to our channel and the money comes to our bank and we give to deliver 50 crores a month for mm-hmm. our fintech of the country which is not known kardik is not known as a fintech but we are largest fintech we are second largest insurance tech company in the country right now so what started was you know getting that into dealer channel suddenly evolved new horizons to build a business beyond that channel also we started going b to c now uh, insurance eco is the asset we have created we have got loan journeys automated online so things are evolving right and now uh, once we had this capital and we raised another round with this insurance finance business working really well new car you know taking shape user channel business taking shape we raised another 100 million dollars and now suddenly we had lot more capital to even dream bigger and we and you had a, you had a bigger place to run around huh? <laughs> totally we started expanding internationally now rajiv uh-huh. in this with this money we redeployed the capital into indonesia mm. and philippines so we basically realized there is big market there and we could you know replicate our technology into new markets we are now the number one new car player in indonesia already wow. and number two in uh, philippines so we saw you know why a company from india cannot be global right so with sca target we started you know expand horizon parallelly in india our vision was expanding rapidly because we realized that uh it's a supply constraint market in india so if we can help our dealers you know buy cars it'll be insane we started you know buying creating retail stores for the first time now this was the first offline entry of car deco we created gaadi stores where we basically asked consumers to come walk in and sell car take money in our hmm. so we basically started building that it's now it was a capital heavy business because you really were buying cars holding it in inventory giving it to a dealer and opening offline retail stores which have you know gestation to get profitable and there is a huge brand build required to do that mm. so that went into heavy investment though we raised another 100 we have raised till date around 240 million dollars with 100 in the bank still and uh, business has become very asset heavy with the new era that is dawning we started now buying cars and supplying in wholesale to our dealers and making margin there mm. now we have started thinking of you know, what is the real challenge of consumer from a consumer side you know the used car buying is not something easy he can't trust you know either the good car bad car we sort of trust deficit let's remove that so we have now started retailing cars directly to consumers so there is a retail channel there is a wholesale channel that we have built and we basically are now imagining that as india moves ahead in next 5 to 10 years mobility will change landscape will change so as car deco we have to lead the show of how mobility is going to evolve in india the ways of ownership are going to change right yeah. so we are basically you know uh, going to deploy more capital to change the way mobility is done it's not necessary to own the asset now like look at our kids i am already 40 years older than me maybe but the point i'm trying to make is our kids don't want to own access anymore the kids basically are new age kids they want they treat it as a service and i think there will be a cohort emerging in india that will basically not want to really own cars but you know use it as a means to an end of mobility yeah. Yeah. and uh, there will be a cohort which will still be you know middle class buying its first car who still yeah. don't own the asset there will be people who would think you know i want more in life i don't want to buy this alto to start with why can't i buy directly you know a brezza to start with in my life right can there be a same at same alto emi can i get the next level car mm. right so there will be you know can i get something without a down payment you know i know i'm making money i can afford the emi but i don't have down payment collecting it 
so you will have to come up with financial product and that's why i think the partnership of startups in mobility and banks is going to be the critical part of evolving this ecosystem hand in hand that's why i was saying you know you will be the backbone for you know all the banks will be the backbone for building mobility because we as you know startups or even as mobility uh, solution companies we are not the ones who will be ever able to um, get the capital at the cost you guys get and we are not becoming a bank in any near future in any case right please we don't are, become a bank uh, yeah, we have no intention to either right uh, we typically want to use the backbone that uh, you know digital banks can bring forward i believe the ways 10 years out people will start buying you know cars online yeah and financial journeys will happen online the whole transaction will happen online trading will happen online sure. so i believe that you know there will be a cohort of consumer for each thing and you have to basically not sit down and think which code would be what size and build product for that code and that's what we are doing at kartik when we thinking ahead of time not now but 3 years out business is going to be very different amit you talked about uh, you were able to generate so much traffic you became the uh, seo scm hustlers in the first 5 6 years and then you started building a brand when you got your first investor check i think i'm, I'm very curious to understand what did you do then and now you've got the biggest icon in in the indian film industry as your brand ambassador you know what's been the thought process and journey there i think it's been a evolving journey uh, rajiv when he started with no money there was no marketing and then marketing became a very critical part and in our space you know as cars especially you know used cars trust is the biggest thing and you need to basically establish trust the brand kartik is getting built around the theme of trust and change So we, like our icons, if you note, will notice also like Robert Trust, uh, Akshay Kumar, a change agent. You know, does you no know, different genres of change. It was never too important. As an engineer, I'll be very frank. You know, I really had no clues of you know how this brand building really works, and I I am a hardcore guy, right? Good news is that we basically when we got into marketing, given our analytical backgrounds, uh, look in marketing, I'll be frank. Uh, whenever I've asked marketers, many of them, I've always got one answer. The, this campaign worked. I don't know which part worked, but <laughs> the fifty percent money was for work. Fifty percent doesn't, but I can't measure it really, right? So, given the background we carried, I think we were very, very analytical in what it what works. And I'll just give you an example, right? The whenever a TV slot comes, we have a real time tracker which tells me how much traffic increased during that slot on the site. So, I exactly know how much how much was the viewership during that slot, really. So if you are that analytical, you will use le- much lesser money to build your own brand while building the brand. So my advice to entrepreneurs would be: if you are going to spend, measure it. Measure this, and if you can't measure it, don't spend. Second is I think social media will play a big role. Uh, uh, we will have to all you know come to a new era where brands are now not getting built on television. Brands are now getting built with experiences people share with each other. So are your customers sharing the experiences they have had with the product or offering or service? On LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, wherever, right? Influence are they influencing decisions of others? Real brand is built by consumers, not by icons. You have to basically create experiences that make the brand happen. And I think that's the biggest one. I would put is our focus. Can we create an experience of consumers that builds a brand within consumers? This can only amplify a bit, but real meat lies there. I mean, and I'm just drawing parallels to some of the other business leaders and founders I've been speaking with, and I think one of the interesting things I'm learning, and this is not something just today, but 
many of you start with uh, content aggregation, classifieds, categorization, driving traffic, and that brings you to consumer intent. And then you go about aggregating the, uh, the fragmented part of India, which is, as you rightly said, we are supply constrained. We are capital starved in many uh, many parts of the ecosystem. Maybe not at the manufacturing end, but clearly on this on the you know the the used car uh, shop, so to speak. And then you start going deeper into asset purchase and asset creation. When I say asset, it's me building these body um, stores, building a balance sheet, whether in partnership. This, you know, it's always fascinated me. And I'm a very uh, old-fashioned banker who's now getting to be a little bit more, uh, you know, forward-thinking with talking to people like you. This is not how uh, Indian businesses or global businesses ever thought. manufacturing plant lagana hai. I will appoint, uh, let's say, so many dealers. This is how successful models have happened. And when I look at your, you know, if I just take a 10-year snapshot, okay, there are so many business model shifts and perhaps uh, deeper vertically integrated than what you had imagined in 2009, 10. Totally. Uh, you know, uh, and you juxtapose that to India's own journey on consumer consumption, different patterns, etc. I mean, to me, it's fascinating that how uh, people like you have actually gone so deep and are almost like a combination of a dealer, of a factory which actually validates vehicles inspections, as well as uh, being the uh, nervous system for financial services, including insurance. Uh, and uh, because through you, everything flows. And actually also being a consumer first company. I mean, this is fascinating. That's all has happened in the last 10 years, perhaps more in the last five years than in the first five. Just help us understand how does this work? It works so fast. What have we missed as traditional? I'll tell you frankly, you know, for a digital company to do go offline, understand, you know, when you spoke about the traditional way, it was about distribution. So what was the, what are the big companies all about? You know, I have the largest distribution, I'm the biggest company. It was all about that. Now imagine when distribution pivots into digital. So there's no, no, it's nobody's jagir anymore, right? Yeah. You're basically not touching the consumer at every nook and corner of the country because you just need a website as an asset or an app as an asset. It's a digital asset. So suddenly what pivoted every business, you know, suddenly in the new era was, uh, how fast the people converted online and how fast people started looking at things online that changed the distribution landscape of the country completely and geo only further fueled it now coming to the asset part you know i'll be very honest we are not a asset company really we are a tech company which is willing to bet on assets because of a data hmm. now imagine i've been running a classified platform for good tongue you know 12 years so much data i have which pin code what lajpat nagar mein kya gaadi jati mujhe pata hai on the dealer character, who put but you a dime of data, you can now make smart moves. You don't have to start afresh, like there's a machine learning algorithm that tells me what to buy. The machine learning algorithm it tells me how much will be spent on refurbishment of this vehicle. I don't have to even put human on it. No technician is required to tell me how much it will take to you know 
it's just a visual scan and my machine learning technology tells me this panel will be replaced this panel will be repainted this panel will be re, uh, re, uh, repaired and i and from the crm it pulls out how much will it cost so i exactly know before buying how much is a refurbishment cost mm. so imagine in a, when you know tech founders when tech companies come into this space they come with a tech mindset you know technology first we don't think we are auto company at all we think we are a tech company who happened to be an auto as an asset mm. it could be could have been any other it could have been mobile it could it really wouldn't have bothered me yeah. the power that comes out is the billions and billions of data points we have you know gathered across this in mahina database practically all in india sitting who owns cars we know who to target when to target when he'll when he bought his previous car when he'll sell mm. there was so much intelligence lying here in the data and i think that's where we differ from how traditional companies work because when we make even open a store right say if you want to open a retail store we would put the stuff that sells in the 10 year radius because we have collected data signals for 10 years now of that pin code on what happening there really what what and at what price the stuff will sell it's not just about selection and the mix is also about which aging car you want to put which what at what price which color like in pin code a a black color maybe you know fast moving because it's south delhi and Uh, in a separate, if say you know, Pritham uh, Pura, white cars move faster because you know there's a lot of dust around and no bungalows. So you can see those, you know, color choices also being made versus that. So so much data, Rajiv, you can actually plan your retail. It's like I know what you need. I'm right next to you now. So I don't have to keep the whole inventory anymore. I'll keep a very small selection because I know what's there. And at the back, I'm creating this you know whole digital world where I can sell you what is not there on the store. you order it and it will come to you so in my so treat my you know website like a shop now and you can buy a car online and that's where you know we've been talking about how these financial journeys will have to be automated digitally and how new age banks like rbl can change the game by so i i want to share two anecdotes with uh, the viewers and, and you know i remember having spoken to you in early 2019 and i don't think anybody guessed it but Uh, you told me that through your consumer intent which is where people coming to your site you are sensing that there's going to be a slowdown in the primary sales of vehicle i mean then india saw that evolve over the next 6 9 months and i don't know if you remember one conversation and the summer of 2020 when we were all uh, rightfully very very anxious about covid both at a personal level and at the economy level you told me rajiv in mahine mein auto sales will go through the roof okay and i just want to bring this you know kind of story to the viewers that you know the the intent which you are seeing the data which you are seeing and then you are looking at it backward and saying how do i make the journey more and more efficient which means not just data technology but also some partnerships and assets is crucial to how you build businesses at least in many areas in modern industry i mean in the traditional industry it was a supply driven economies of scale ek million car plant hai to 5 million karo tabhi aapki cost niche aayegi because it was a it was a supply starved world today you know and this is all new economics but we are a we are a demand attention starved world and this is where platforms like yours play i'm speculating that given you have so much of lead gen and so much of data you can actually go back to the car manufacturer and say boss 
you are planning this model for next year they want it today how do you go and make your engineering line so flexible that you can launch it in 3 months and i'll give you the data and where to sell it maybe i am you know this is no i think rajiv you're telling the right thing i exactly know what the trends are like <clears throat> the very fact that i've seen i'm just talking about last january to this january okay the sub 4 meter compact suv segment has grown online in online world forex and sub 4 meter sedan segment is dying is shrinking yeah. it's it's going down and the other one is you know i exactly know what you know manufacturer should be focused on the where is india focused on you know in terms of look good part rajiv is that like you rightly said the data signals right car buying journey is a engaged journey of months it starts with like 4 5 months before you know consumer come start looking at things and we can we we have a ai algorithm which scores them you know when is the ready to buy because based on the behavior that it does so for example if you have watched my video for 5 minutes versus you know or 30 second how many pictures of the car did you buy did you go to the color section of the car which color did you stop at right how many seconds is stopped at that particular picture of red color versus white will tell me which color will buy so what i realize now rajiv is that the data is so insane i can even advise manufacturer which what should be the color mix on your production plant in a particular city because i exactly know what color is being washed right now manufacturers you know just make white cars literally most of them right <laughs> and that's what sells you know it's a cyclic loop but honestly i can predict a lot of you know pattern in advance because of uh, the fact that journey starts 6 months before so i can see the future you know much in advance as online platform on what's really going to happen 6 months out i could predict covid uh, through the roof sales because i was seeing live highest traffic even before covid ended and i was seeing my site i had to put new servers on to the platform i couldn't even handle the load it it was going beyond diwali of last year it was like what's happening you know this is going to go crazy now and that's exactly what happened still there is supply demand mismatch you know this brings me to an important juncture and i, I and i really uh, commend that you have laid it down in such a very simple way you know as you see the next 3 5 years uh, of car deco and the let's talk about the auto uh, business okay so what i understand Uh, that you know consumer intent data led whether owning cars for larger and larger number of millennials and and whatever generation you talk about goes into a service i mean and again i agree that you know today covid has actually sharpened that we want experiences we don't necessarily want assets and at least i can say that housing at least for a certain segment and certain type could become that over time i mean if we are seeing that in housing maybe it's slower because housing is still a very emotive generational asset and and you know people want to own houses because when houses do not appreciate in value the way they used to and cars certainly no no longer they actually depreciate the moment you leave the showroom uh, uh, showroom and the whole you know uh, as the cohort changes so if you were to now uh, go forward and try to build a, a dot pattern for our viewers what are the two or three things which you are grabbing your attention where you'd like to see things evolve and where carleco will test out a few things what have you understood so far is great take a 3 5 year view ahead more from a consumer society ownership mobility perspective 
I think uh, this is going to be a rapid shift, Rajiv. With you know, advent of EVs also. I'm yeah. having EVs. I'll mainly think of five year out. You'll start seeing advent of EVs. You know, all these bikes will become electronic. EVs will first, you know, reach in bikes, and then it will come to uh, four wheelers also. Right now, battery cost is a little high, but imagine a new world where you know there are only twenty moving parts yeah. in the car. And EV is exactly that, and there's no service required. If something happens, the part is replaced. It's not even repaired. It is taken to the factory, repaired, refurbished separately. But that's how it's going to work. So imagine a new world where you know its car is fully connected. It's you know technology is all there. You are basically tracking the whole thing. Battery signals. There are you know battery power points. You know like petrol pumps. You will see a new world now where people will start seeing this as a mobility as a service. Is how I see it. the irrespective of whether evs advent happens or not the ways of you know mobility are going to change significantly and each manufacturer will have to prepare itself for the new mobility ways people may not want to own a vehicle they want they may like that aapka airtel ka connection hai like you know a netflix ka connection hai why can't car be a connection think about from that perspective right so i personally believe nobody no consumer wants to haggle for prices no consumer wants to see his depreciated asset and then try to figure out best price to sell maintain it himself stand in service queues stand in uh, you know uh, tire khatam ho gaya tire ka rate pata karo battery khatam ho gayi bad nobody wants that nobody wants haggle in life consumer wants peace of mind and mobility is always have you ever thought ki airtel ka tower kaise chalta hai ya airtel ke andar unko kya problem aati hogi internet ke that's their problem i wanted a service And I'm happy. I don't want to figure that out. Similarly, in cars, what will start happening is I would be looking at mobility as a service to me, and I would want a rapid amount of change, a variety. If I'm, you know, gonna go this weekend to a, you know, off-roading trip, I would want a different mobility solution. And if I'm in the city, I want a different mobility solution. And uh, year out, you know, I want to change my mobility mobility solution. I don't want to say nobody lives with even a mobile phone for more than a year or two these days. Forget about it. right now the way we operate in indian it's going to change and the shifts will be faster and you will see you know more rotation and the new generation wants to try explore new varieties new things and you will start seeing a rapid shift towards mobility as a service like <laughs> around and that's how i believe and car they could probably you know better place in that cohort if you were to ask my view because you know we'll be partnering with you know oems and you know their dealers to create these solutions because we are a multi brand solution eventually yeah. i'm not a hyundai i'm not a maruti i'm not a tata i'm not a honda we are car deco which creates mobility across brands it's a multi brand mobility right that's what i believe will be the most powerful to create all these solutions that i just spoke about you have to think of indian consumer who always seeks value now we have to basically create an insane amount of value and not cut any pie of profit of anybody who wants today and that's where the sweet spot will lie of mobility i think some of the stuff you talked about in what last 10 12 years of uh, innovation on your business model so you keep saying tech uh, i think tech is an amplifier a driver i think it's your mind and your connectivity with so many different kinds of people and Uh, whether it's the best the used car shop or an OEM or a consumer is what is important because tech everybody has tech it's how you use it yeah. and how you use that as a core part of your thinking is what i'm learning and some of the stuff which you've done uh, as you evolved your business model going almost to use a phrase which you guys are fond of uh, full stack 
in some senses, uh, you know, is and rapidly. So it's not a five-year plan. It's like, let's try. If it works, we'll go. And these are these are important lessons for people like us because while banking is a little little uh, preserved world, regulated world, I would say 70-80% of banking, as I say, anything which touch the, touches the consumer has already evolved in a material way outside the four walls of the bank, the, the, the four walls of the ATM or the two dimension of the mobile app. So, you know, we all have to agree that uh, we a lot of our services have to get embedded into the primary journey which the consumer wants to take. Uh, and one of the humbling experiences I've witnessed in my 10 years in RBL is that uh, customers come to the bank only when they have a problem with the bank or they are not very well versed with, with the new tools and technology. So I think this is a very important lesson for us that we have to be where the customer journeys primarily originate and want to stay. I think that goes for a lot of service providers, insurance companies, you know, assayers. Uh, you know, I'm seeing that happen in, in many areas which are ought to be very, very, very traditional. Gold finance has been broken up into many pieces now and people are now recombining all the aspects of things. So this is a lesson for all of us, Amit. So thanks a lot for, for educating through your experiences. So I keep saying these founder sessions are like uh, mini MBAs mm. done with a lot of heart and soul. Last, last session, uh, Amit, I want to just ask you, uh, you know, what have been your inspirations over the last 12, 13 years as you built this out? Uh, you know, when you have been little down, who have you looked up to? What have you looked up to? And if there are a few messages, I know you've shared some messages for uh, the entrepreneurs. What would those be, uh, you, know, uh, you know, if you want to encapsulate that? Founders' life, you know, from the outside looks like you know a glory life, you know, build car Actually, you know, real journey very diff different. There's more failure than less successes. Okay. They actually struggle more than you know you succeed. And still, lead also, I can tell you, I feel more often than I succeed. While it looks rosy from outside, it, if you there are many skeletons in the backyard. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> so I think the persistence and resilience, you know, is one of the key factors that makes founders happen. If you believe, if you believe, you'll find a way. That's fine. But that resilience and perseverance is unmatched. And that's what basically keeps us going. I think I find happiness in, in my work mostly. And then I find happiness in other things. So I think I would treat Kardiko as my first baby. And then my kid as a second baby. <laughs> Agility. You know, if you're not disrupting fast the only weapon you have against bigger giants or bigger companies is your agility because that's the only thing that can that cannot be replicated in a large boardroom so which can be replicated replicated in a small you know uh, garage room right and i fear only this i tell my team you know we won't get beaten down by a big company if we were to get beaten down we'll be get we'll be beaten down by somebody sitting in a garage like we were at a point of time so keep an eye open acquire partner do not compete with smart ones, you know, get them in. But that's how, you know, we look at the ecosystem of, uh, you know, startup entrepreneurs. And I love entrepreneurs with, you know, bubbling in. It's so much passion, you know, they talk so differently. You know, I, I see myself in so many young entrepreneurs I meet, uh, how, how things evolve. 
but that's i think uh, how i would uh, basically put my messages to the young entrepreneurs and just stay hungry stay foolish steve jobs said that and i agree yeah. that fully excellent amita and i i'm very sure there are many people who have been silently inspired by your conversation over the last 12 13 years and this is the only way uh, entrepreneurship works we all get inspired by something and then we also pay it forward on that amazing note thank you thank you so much for sharing your vision sharing your journey and sharing some stuff which i had never known and uh, you know i'm 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 in awe of people like you that you are creating something truly magical which will help lot of people and in that process uh, you know our dekhos of the world will create a new india over the next 5 10 years so all power to you thanks rajiv looking forward to partner and create new india thank you so much thanks thanks a lot